Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, then steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. Clark Kent, on his way to South America in an army plane piloted by Lieutenant Elliot had high hopes of finding some trace of the three expeditions of American engineers lost in the Andes Mountains. It's Kent's theory that the vanished nation of the Inca Indians still exists in the mountain fastness, that the engineers sent to survey a pan-American highway to link North and South America are in their clutches. At 12,000 feet, ice forms on the plane's windshield. Letting Kent take the controls, Lieutenant Elliot opens the tail compartment to get some glycerin, only to step back horrified. Reaching for an automatic pistol, he levels it at the opening. Kent, there's someone in that compartment. What? I saw two eyes staring at me out of the darkness. Sure, Elliot? Positive. Don't worry, I'll get whoever it is with this gun. You stay at the controls. You better let me handle it, Elliot. You take the ship. No, no, I'll get him. You just sit tight. Okay, here it goes. Hey, wait a minute. Elliot, don't shoot. What? Who is it? Come out of there. Okay, I'm coming. What? Why, it's the kid who brought your map. That's right. Jimmy Olsen, Daily Planet copy boy. Oh, Mr. Kent. Take the controls, Elliot. Nice night, isn't it, Mr. Kent? Yes. Now, look here, Jimmy. What you did is unforgivable. You know that you came close to being shot? I'm sorry, Mr. Kent. I didn't mean to cause any trouble. I 
knew it wasn't right to stow away, but... Gee, when you asked me to bring those maps to Washington, I figured you were going to South America, and... Well, you and I have made a lot of trips together, and... I know, Jimmy, I know, and we've had a lot of fun. But I'm on government business now. Well, frankly, you'll tie me down. Oh, no, I won't, Mr. Ken. Honest, I won't. I can take care of myself. I know, Jimmy, but there's no telling what kind of trouble may be waiting in those mountains. After all, three expeditions have disappeared in the very region we're headed for. Well, I'm afraid we'll just have to turn around and take you back. We'll lose a lot of time. I know, Elliot, but he's got to go back. Well, if you don't want me, Mr. Kent, maybe I could be of some use to Lois and Mr. White. Kind of run errands and things like that. Run errands in the Andes Mountains? Oh, sure. I even brought along my sneakers. Oh, that's going to be a big help. <laughs> we could take him to San Diego, Kent, and then ship him back on a passenger plane. No, I wouldn't let him come back alone. All right, Jimmy. It's like you win again. You mean I can go down with you all the way? I suppose so. Oh, hot diggity, old boy. South America. Now, just a minute, young man. Let's get one thing straight. If you ever do anything like this again, we're quits, do you understand? Yes, sir, Mr. Ken, I promise. Are you mad at me? No, I'm not mad. I hope you come out of this all right. What's the first stop, Elliot? We'll refuel across the border, about 400 miles due south. The miles rush by like seconds. New Mexico, Texas, the Rio Grande, and the slim silver shadow of the plane threads its way southward through the night. But what of Perry White and Lois Lane? Deep in the Andes, Bronson, pilot of the steel stratoplane, has brought it to rest on a long plateau facing Tupangato the huge, terrifying mountain into which the American engineers have vanished. Heavy, thick clouds swirl around the mountaintop, and a dense mist rises out of the valleys as Editor White helps Lois out of the plane. Well, it's a lucky thing we found this plateau. It's practically like a runway at Mitchell Field. Well, come on, Lois. I'll give you a hand. That's it. Now, jump. Yeah. Thanks. Well... So that's it. Mighty Tupangato. Certainly is big, all right. Yeah, big and nasty. Look at those clouds. They can't even see the peak. Well, Bronson. Bronson. Coming, Mr. White. I was checking the instruments. Well, what do you think, Bronson? Shall we try going over the mountain? Not with all those clouds. I thought the plane could get up much higher than that mountain. You said it was only 20,000 feet, Mr. White. Well, that isn't the point, Lois. It's the clouds Mr. Bronson spoke about. We couldn't see a thing through all those clouds up there. Well, what do you suggest, Bronson? There isn't much we can do but wait. Make clear by morning. Wait a minute, I got an idea. We might send up a few rocket flares. It's almost dark enough now. Rocket flares? Why? Who's lost, we or they? Well, if those engineers are trapped up there, they'll know somebody's looking for them. Maybe they'll even signal back. If I were lost in these mountains, I'd like to know that somebody was looking for me. I think he's right, Mr. White. If they are lost, the rockets might help them find their way down. All right. Go ahead if you want to play around with rockets. <laughs> Seems pretty foolish to me. I'll get them there on the emergency ship. Pretty silly. Anybody would think that we're in distress. Nobody's going to think anything of the kind because nobody's here to see it. Unless it's those engineers. And a sign of civilization ought to be a mighty cheerful little eyeful to them. 
How would you like to be up there now, completely lost? Uh, don't let your imagination run away with you, Lois. You promised to be level-headed. That's the only reason I took you along. Remember that. Here are the rockets. We'll send up two of them. How do they work? Well, pretty much like Fourth of July rockets, except these have ignition caps on them. I'll set them in the ground here. There. And point them up towards the mountain peak. Dark enough now. Here goes. Certainly ought to see that. It looks like a falling star going backwards. Here goes the second one. There. Those magnesium flares can be seen a hundred miles away. You mean if these mountains weren't in the way. Well, now that you're all through having your fun, how about some food? Fine, I'm... Listen. Listen, it's that flute-like sound again. Mr. White, listen. Quiet, Lois, quiet. Keep your head. It's coming closer. What can it be? I don't know. Siri. Mr. White, I'm frightened. What is it? Easy, boys. Easy. Jimmy. Eight solid hours. Gosh, it's light out. Boy, look at those green forests. What are they, Lieutenant Elliot? They're jungles, Jimmy. Mm, we're flying over Costa Rica. Costa Rica? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Costa Rica? Well, where's that, Mr. Kent? Didn't you study geography, Jimmy? Sure. I guess the page on Costa Rica was torn out of my book. Oh, I see. Well, it's in the southern part of Central America. We'll be sighting the Panama Canal soon. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Gee, that's wonderful. I always wanted to see the Panama Canal. What's that blue water over there? The Pacific Ocean. Hmm. The oceans must be pretty close together down here. They are. That's why American engineers built the canal through Panama. Oh, there it is, Jimmy. That thin silver thread. Oh, isn't that a city down there? That's right. It's called Calan. Cristobal is on the other end of the canal. Cristobal and Calan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny names. Do they mean anything? Sure. They're old Spanish for Christopher Columbus. Cristobal Colon. Gee, you make history sound interesting, Mr. Kent. Yeah, history is interesting, Jimmy. And that region down there is chock full of exciting things. Boy, look at those jungles. Mm. Uh, that's nothing, Jimmy. Wait until you see the jungles of the Amazon. Hundreds and hundreds of miles of dense undergrowth. Leaving Panama behind, the Silver Bird speeds on. Over Venezuela, Colombia, over the matted jungles of the Amazon. And then, then the mighty chain of the Andes Mountains looms ahead. Vast, overpowering, stone giants whose heads tower above the clouds. Silent as only stone can be. Mysterious, magnificent. Golly, I never thought mountains could be so big. Where are we now, Mr. Kent? Nearing Peru, Jimmy. Just another thousand miles to go. thousand miles? All over mountains? I guess so, Jimmy. These Andes stretch along the whole western coastline of South America. Gee, it's kind of scary. Imagine being lost down there. Nobody would ever find you. Not in a million years. 
Well, you still want to come with us? Into those mountains? For me? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Are the mountains as big where we're going? Oh, yes. These are only foothills. Eleven or 12,000 feet high. Wait until we get to Peru. Some of those peaks are over 20,000 feet. Those are mountains. Gosh, they must be. <laughs> it's getting a little cool, Jimmy. You'd better put on one of the sheepskins. I don't want you catching a cold. Okay. Well, where is one, Lieutenant Elliot? In the tail compartment, where you stowed away. Well, it's too dark to see anything in there. Well, there's a porthole. If you pull back the lever near the door, the shield on the porthole slides back. That'll give you enough light. All right. Pull the lever. Oh, no, wait a minute, Jimmy. Hold everything. Oh, I found the lever. Jimmy! Jimmy, no! What's the matter? Jimmy, what happened? He pulled the lever to the emergency drop hatch. What? Kent, where are you going? Kent, don't. It's too late. You can't help. Kent, stay away from that open hatch. Kent! Gone. Both gone. Oh, this is horrible. Horrible. But unknown to Elliot, Superman is plummeting to Earth at the speed of a bullet, smashing through space. Below him, the sharp, jagged peaks of the Andes loom like so many giant bayonets. What face awaits Jimmy? Will Superman reach him in time to save the boy from being dashed on the rocky mountain peaks? Tune in again and follow this exciting South American adventure with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.